Hello and welcome to Midnight Fun. I'm Liv and I'm here this week because Nicole Kidman. Love my life, <laughs> Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie and I'm here for definitely the exact same reason. And also <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Wow, also Sandra I love Bullock. these women. So okay. good. <laughs> so good. This week we watched Practical Magic, which is if you Obsessed. don't know, it's like an incredible 90s film, which apparently bombed. Did it really this? did yeah it really did bomb Ugh. um i love it i think it's good people of the uh, 90s this is the one thing that i found out is that people in the 90s to 2000s had like literally no taste in movies because no, right because jennifer's so body good. flopped so hard and yet transformers was so successful <laughs> true <laughs> i've just offended some people there i'm sorry guys this isn't to say that transformers is a bad thing but like it's just no jennifer's body yeah. yeah, exactly. There's so many beautiful rom-coms of the 90s that did badly on release and then now people are like, oh my god, amazing film. Like, what? Right. I'm obsessed with this movie. It's so fun. It's so um, silly. Should we get right into a plot summary? Yes. So, okay. we start off um, in the past. Like, mm-hmm. it, it probably says past. exactly when in the past, but Salem. like... Salem. Yeah. yeah. Something, a something. long time ago. Um we start with Maria Owens, who is a young witch. Um, she's set to be hung. There's nothing graphic in this film, don't worry. No. Um, but she's set to be hung for being a witch. Um, but she escapes with the power of her magic. Yeah, um, she which just is jumps. Fun. So they exile her to an island, which comes to be known as Maria's Island, with her unborn child after escaping. Aww. But her lover never comes to rescue her, which is so sad. So she's just stuck on this island. So she casts a spell on herself to basically stop her ever falling in love again. Um, And basically, yeah, that's that's the premise. she's so sad that it turns into a curse on all of the female members of her family. Meaning if any man falls in love... She never wants anyone to feel the agony of love. um, If any man falls in love with an Owens woman, he will die. Yeah. Um, so we skip um, forward a few generations and we see mm-hmm. um, Sally Owens and her, her sister Gillian being taken in by mm-hmm. their two witchy aunts after their I dad dies and then their mom dies. So really a not a good heart. time for Sally and Gillian. Yeah. Do you um, know something really weird? Mm. Sally and Jill are my mum and auntie's names. Oh, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's weird, right? I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, it's them. How old would they have been in, like, 1998? Because that should have been a good film for them to watch. (laughs) Well, I would have been one. So my mum would have been 37, 36 or 37. And my aunt would have been 40-something. Oh, excellent. It's such, like, a a mum's Sunday afternoon kind of film. You know what? If my mum's not seen it, I'm definitely going to watch it with her at some point. Because I think she'll really enjoy it. Definitely. It's a very fluffy romantic film, shall we say. Just For the deep topics it goes into. Yeah, very cosy. Just it's like good. it would be on on like I mean this won't make sense mm. to our international listeners, but it'd be on on like Channel Five in the oh, afternoon. It would. You know, oh, that's yeah. very much the vibe. Anyway, it's not mainstream enough at ITV, but definitely Channel no, Five. No, no, Channel Five, maybe Film Four if you if you're mm. lucky. But Film Four it would be on at like eleven in the morning. You know, yeah. like a rogue channel. No one wants to watch a movie <laughs> at eleven in the morning. Anyway, yeah. So we anyway. forward to these two young girls, Sally and Jill, and one of them's like. I can't wait to fall in love. The other one's like, I never want to fall in love. So she cooks mm-hmm. up a spell. This is Sally. Sally cooks up a spell to find a man who's got one blue eye and one green eye. And he can... And loads of other impossible things. And yeah. he can flip pancakes right into the air. And, and he's... You know all the impossible things that she has for this man? Mm. Is that he's incredibly kind. Sally, impossible. hurt you. Well... <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. um, and so then she says to Jillian, she's like, I'm making him my true love because, like, there's no way that that guy exists. So I'll mm-hmm. never fall in love and I'll be fine. So, eh. and then, yeah. so we skip forwards to the present. Yeah, it's the present. The it, well, like, we skip fine. forward to when they're like mid-level teens, right? They're oh, yeah. Like, 19 and Gillian is like I need to get out of this town where everyone treats me like a witch she's time for adventure she heads off to LA and they do a little blood bond which is cute yeah they Um, do it's cute and then Sally falls in love with the man that will become her husband who's an apple salesman which is such a quaint little job it's so cute I very much like it 
and like she's like I love him and also you find out later that her aunties right because at this there was one moment where I was like what the heck is going on here because they just at one point just at I think it's like midday they both hear the bells of midday and they run across town to snog each other yeah magic and it's because her aunties put a little bit of a love spell on her just a little and bit. They just needed a like a little push. <laughs> just a little push. And it was very cute. They get married. They have kids. And then one day... She hears the cricket. He, she hears the death bug. Which the death like bug. Yeah. It was incredibly annoying. I know that they're just making the point that you can hear it like, for a full day. And um, yeah, she hears the death bug. And then he is unfortunately hit by a truck. Yeah. Very this sad. This is so sad. So um, then she takes they move her two in with the girls, aunts, yeah. Who are the same, I swear to God, it's the same girls that played Baby then. Right, they're so little. I don't know, yeah. are they actually the same? That would be interesting. They might not be the same, but they look incredibly they look similar and it's same. very cute. Yeah. Um, so she takes her baby girls and she goes to live with her witchy aunts and she just kind of mourns for a bit. An unspecified amount of time passes. Yeah, the kids kind of grow up a bit. Um, yes, you know it's been a couple of years because otherwise there's no way that she'd be looking for another boyfriend because she is. Right. <laughs> but, like, th- it does not tell you how much time and I was a bit confused. So, anyway. Yeah. Which aunts, Sally decides she's that, like, Yeah, Sally decides she can literally, her kids will never do magic because magic ruins everything. Ever. And kill their dad, which is sad. It is. The witch is like, bet and yeah. <laughs> teach them magic anyway. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jillian's in Los Angeles and she starts a relationship with what's his name? It's like Jimmy Angel Love. Angel Love. Angel Love. Angel Love, but like with an accent. <laughs> yeah. He's Bulgarian, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're just living like this very wild, like tantric y life, lots of drugs, oh God, lots of sex. So it's Is very she- intense. Um she also seems Very to be opposite. doing it with like literally everyone where she is. Yes. She's at a resort or something and it's great. Yeah, good for her. Definitely good for her. So Gillian then acts being like a little while and Gillian calls Sally from a motel and is like, hello, my boy. We're not going to get into the like specifics, but like basically her boyfriend is physically abusing her. Um, yes. So mm-hmm. Sally arrives to like rescue Gillian just to like be like, okay, you need someone to help you like get out yeah. of there. Um, and then he kidnaps them which sucks yes it is awful yeah. but, but there's also this yeah. yeah they're in the car together and then this, i'm only mentioning this because this is specific he attempts to brand jill with his ring and sally is like Nuh-uh, not in the car that you made me drive give your alcohol here booker which i thought was beer turns out it's tequila fun and funky fresh did not realize um, and so she's like, get here, bucko, and, like, grabs it off him, and he's like, Jews, calm down, lady, in his Bulgarian accent, and, um, meanwhile, <laughs> Gillian has previously told her that she, uh, drugs Angelov with, uh, Belladonna, just to get him to yes. sleep, <laughs> which, like, bestie, if that's She's like, I need a break, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. um, maybe you um, should be able to take a break. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should be able to be like, not tonight, darling, I'm tired. And he's not, like, weird about it. Mm-hmm. Not great. So, um, however, Sally has not interacted with much magic. So she puts the Belladon in the drink. And then Jimmy puts drinks basically it. all of it in, yeah. Basically all of it in. Oh, dear. Uh, Jimmy then tries to, like, attack Jillian again. And it's yeah. awful and scary. And then he just dies yeah <laughs> um so and they're like oh no he's dead and then they're like, like, oh no, oh, no. prison will we have a body in our car i'm not being um, funny right this is what i thought they're in the middle of freaking nowhere if they just dump his body somewhere they'll just show that he had like a ton of alcohol in his system right true well i, I mean think... belladonna is like a, a thing they could probably protect like it protect, is. right he's just, just like poisoned and the first place just... that like they would go is to his partner and stuff and there might be footage just... of them on CCTV driving his car. Mm, Gotta think about these things when you do your first murder, Liv. <laughs> oh, sorry. Honestly, I just kept thinking the entire way through this film. Like, these women are acting, like, so trustworthy for someone who killed an objectively terrible person. So true. <laughs> like, within the mo- like, within the movie space, you know what I mean? Like, in general, yeah. when things like this happen in movies, people are like, okay, we'll cover it up. This is the only movie where they don't really attempt to cover it up for a bit. No. I was like, and why? <laughs> 
like yeah <laughs> also i feel like if they went to the cops and they said he was threatening us so i put something in his drink to make him fall asleep however i got the dosages wrong and he died i just feel like you'd get manslaughter yeah but Maybe either way they don't want at that point they don't want either to be way. taken away from their kid so that's true oh gosh because then the babies get taken off her that's true yeah so then the time uh, yeah, goes you're on right. you thought bit. about these things and i didn't. I have i've thought them all i've thought the murders through yeah. <laughs> take that off the record going, like, just dump his body <laughs> <laughs> i've been watching anyway. a lot of you this week so i'd seen them like planning oh, like how they I got see. rid of all the bodies in you so i was like hmm, yes you do need to think about it um, but anyway, they decide that it doesn't really, before um, this, like a bit earlier on, Sally mm-hmm. asks the ants if they'll resurrect her dead husband and they're like, no, yes. he won't come back as him. He'll come back as a weird spectre, skinwalker kind of deal. He'll be a zombie. Um, yeah. So it won't be him. It will be something evil and twisted. Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't really like Jimmy anyway. He's already evil like he's already so evil so like <laughs> if he comes back as that like no harm no foul like yeah he'll, exactly. he'll be alive he's the to same a point. guy we're not gonna get and... in trouble for making him undead so yeah, so they boom. don't so they do the forbidden oh, spell from so that book of spells involves them putting needles through his eyes etc it's horrible yeah it's bad uh they do write because it's like you have to write something in white for it and they do it with whipped cream because that's the only white thing they have which is very funny um but as soon as they like revive him he immediately tries to kill jillian so they kill him again and bury him in the garden honestly Um, fair enough self-defense twice boom yeah So she gets okay like a cast iron for a pan little and while. absolutely conks him over the head with it and it makes the most satisfying noise. Yeah. It's great. And then in between this happening, there's my favourite scene, which is Midnight Margaritas, which is just oh, the I ants love the Midnight Margarita scene. They make Midnight Margaritas. They get really drunk. They're having so a good mad. time. Right? It's so good. Ugh. And they're just like dancing around, putting their lime in the coconut. That song, Mixing a great it time. all up. It's yeah, so cute. having a great time. And then they're like, hold on a second. Where did you get this tequila from? And it was left on the doorstep. Um, so they put two Someone and two together and they the realized porch. that it was the ghost of Jimmy. Yeah. Um, my first thought was, I don't know if it was yours, is, oh, that's the one full of Belladonna. They're going to die. <laughs> but apparently oh. it's some other tequila. No, I thought that it was like, a, you know, because they started being really horrible to each other. I thought it was like just cursed tequila. Oh, I thought that was just because they were drunk. <laughs> oh, I was like, either they're drunk or... Well, because she said, like, oh, no, I don't know where that came from. Oh, so, true, true. You know, I thought that it was, like, cursed. Um, mm, that's a good point. Yeah, so also, previously, and this is important because this is, this is another Chekhov situation. Previously, it was decided that Sally was going to be the top of the phone tree for emergencies. So Sally calls two people and they call two people and on and on, on forever until all the mums in the world know about your issue. Right. Mm. That's Chekhov's phone tree. Yes. Remember that now. <laughs> it's very good. Um. Um, so there's like a malevolent force in their home. The answer, mm-hmm. like, sort your mess out and they leave yeah they leave they answer like peace out sort this out and they give um the kids they're like these rope necklace things i'm not really sure what they were called. it's um from right it's from maria's um noose that didn't kill her so it's good luck and protection <laughs> here kids just wear this noose for here a kids days. wear this hanged woman's rope anyway Bye. Yeah. Bye. Um, um, so one of the that. kids can see the ghost of course they can yeah um, um which is my favorite um and then an investigator shows up and he's um, so cute in search of jimmy and they're like by the way um jimmy's a serial killer um, yep. he's hit, and he brands women before he victory. strangles them to death yep so you're like hmm, probably a good job that he's out the picture but yeah um so he he turns up and they just assume that he's on the run like he assumes that he's on the run, but the girls have already acted really guilty. Like we don't know where he is. Mm. He abused me, and I left. And it's like, oh, so you you know where he is then? And then he's like, no. And they're like, so they're his like, car no. in the driveway. Where did you get his car from? The driveway, um, which is very funny. And she's like, oh, 
no, I drove the car. And he's like, I don't know why, but I really fancy you. Because guess what? He's got one blue and one green eye. Interesting. Yeah. So he starts to suspect <laughs> Sally. So Gillian yeah. and um, Sally's kids make this potion to banish him. Um, but then yeah. he flips the cat, the pancakes perfectly. And they're like, and oh, no. And he he's her true love. And shapes. Yeah. It's so cute. So, they throw the syrup potion into the sea, which it's is very great. funny. It's very funny. I love the kids in this movie. They're very, very sweet. Yeah. Um, and then this guy, frog... by the way, has the letter that he wrote, that she wrote, right? Like, yeah. He just has it. Um, I but he just, wait. I don't... That's the letter to Gillian being like, I am so sad. So incredibly sad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yikes, dude. Um, it, he doesn't have the true love letter. The true love letter is in oh, an old spell book that, yes, Jillian made, that Sally made and her kids read it. Um, yeah. So then... like They kiss and then Sally's like, oh, wait, no, you are the man that I put that I made with magic oh, no, spell. You. You're, I, this isn't um, real. Um, yeah. But before that, so he sends her away. He's No, yeah. she sends him away. Yes. Um, and, and he's like, so what? <laughs> weird. Sally runs Me home left. upset um, and then discovers that um, Jimmy's body Possession. is possessed by Jimmy's spirit. Possessed by Jimmy's spirit. Um, yeah. Very not cool. And yeah. then he kind of like appears in the middle of the room. And yeah. the FBI agent came back because he's like, no, I couldn't leave you. And then he's like, oh no, a ghost. <laughs> And he like reaches into yeah. his chest and he's trying to kill him, but then oh no, he touches his sheriff's badge. Yeah, except he's, he's not a, a sheriff. sheriff. He's just a, like an investigator. So if maybe this is just badge. a thing that Americans Americans are your police badges shaped like stars. I don't he's think just they are. An I've seen them in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and they're not. Yes, true, true, true. true. And FBI yeah, didn't usually has... have that little wallet thing anyway so he has yeah. a star shaped badge that he shows to people to be like you're under arrest and then he touches it and a star burns into his hand and then he like burns up out of there and it's because and i really like this idea because i've always said that like th- i've said this before with the concept of holy ground i think a thing has power as much as you have faith in it and he has mm-hmm. faith in his badge that it will work and will stop people like will help people be truthful and also stop people from running away from him so mm-hmm. it has power and i really like that i've also read like cool like witch hunting books where it doesn't matter like they don't even like they don't use a crucifix like for example jewish characters will use a star of david because Mm -hmm. the symbol and the faith matters not the symbol itself yeah and i really like that that is one of my favorite ideas about like faith and magic and everything like that it's about Mm -hmm. intention and it's about like trusting something Because then they have, like, a little conversation about it. And they're like, we don't know if it's real or not real. The only thing that's real is what we give power to. And they're like, you only believe in the curse who gives them, like, power. And it's kind of like, well, her husband did die. And she didn't really believe in the curse. Her husband literally died, bruh. Yeah, Yeah, she didn't. Like, like, she didn't really believe in it. So, like, the the implication in this is, like, things have power because you believe in them. And also things also just sometimes have power also. And also sometimes also exist. Yeah, so then he all burned up. And then he's like, she's like, you gotta leave. And he's like okay i guess <laughs> so he leaves um and then um nicole kidman is not doing well no she's and having a bad she, time she's having a bad time she's possessed by jimmy so she walks around doing a little bulgarian accent and then tries to kill um sandra bullock and then the aunts arrive home and they're like oh no we didn't arrive in the nick of time because they basically left to teach them a lesson and then we're gonna swan yeah. in at the last moment and be like hello darlings they were gonna be like please help us um <laughs> but they did not they arrived too late which i think is incredibly petty and wonderful so then they're like oh we need a whole coven to stop this possession do you have any friends and then sandra bullock phones everyone in the phone tree and they all agree to come over because they've all had horrible boyfriends and also yes. they all want to see inside of her house and it's great yeah and like they're so all supposed cute. to bring brooms and one of them brings brings a dust buster and it's so yes, cute i love silly. that bit <laughs> and i was just like did the last like 20 minutes of this movie i was like this is cozy and i love women but specifically like mums mm. like they're it's just, just all giggling around good. making the little spells 
talking yes, about how their husbands are annoying. It's very yeah. nice. And also, I will say, this is the second movie that we've watched that has had character actress Margot Martindale in it. Yes, I know. I clocked her too. I was like, hello. Oh, and it's great. So they like, so they all get together and they just. Um, so they all all crowded around Nicole Kidman's body and they're all trying their best but Jamie's really really strong um, so in the end they just push Sandra Bullock in there they're like yeah. the same blood Bleh. yeah blood on blood <laughs> Bleh. Bleh. and she holds her hand and then everyone around the circle holds hands and Jimmy mm-hmm. is forcibly yeeted out of Nicole Kidman's body and then he yeah. and then they go ashes to ashes dust to dust and he crumbles into dust and they Hell all sweep yeah. him out of the house <laughs> with their brooms and it's like precious and it's yeah. just oh so it's good. implied that they like break the owens curse as well except they don't know mm. for sure they're like hope so feels like we broke it but we'll see it's implied that they do because it flashes back back to maria and she looks at peace yeah but so. like i would still be worried <laughs> i would still be worried but also i'm i'm going with the ending means that they broke the curse yeah, definitely. I felt like and then sure. we like we flash forward to um, a little further on, and the girls are cleared of wrongdoing, even though they definitely did a murder. But they did a murder of a serial killer, so who cares? But yeah, I mean, um, if the investigator—it was, it was ruled, ruled as accidental, and it was accidental. She didn't accidentally True. mean to give him all that belladonna. True. <laughs> and then so the detective comes back and it's like, we are in love. They don't, do they have any lines? I think they just like vibe and have a kiss in the garden, which is nice. And yeah, I think they just smooch. He's like, hello. Yeah. There. And, and then like, we oh, flash forward so. to Halloween and they all dress yes. up in like traditional witchy costumes and jump it's off the so roof and cute. fly. It's and everyone's very like, yay. Oh, and like, everyone's so like, beforehand, it. like, it basically starts with saying that like the Owens women have always been treated differently because they're witches. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it shows that they all have friends because everyone accepted that while they are witches, they are good witches. And it's very, very cute and lovely. Yes, I loved it. We I love this movie. I watched it Me last too. year as well. It was just, I watched it when it was just on TV and I was like, mm, yes, I've heard that's good. And I watched it and I was like, this is the best. It's a very like autumnal movie. It's a good transition into like mm. November because it's not yeah, Halloween and it's not scary, but it's like mm, autumnal vibes. It's got definitely. the same vibes as like, Gilmore Girls and like stuff mm. like that, you know, just like yeah. cozy, cozy vibes. Yeah, it's some good vibes. I really, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was really fun. Also, can I just say how incredible everyone's hair was in this film? Right, everyone like, looks. Oh my god, everyone. amazing! Everyone's hair was amazing. You know who yeah. I'm in love with? Um, who? Stockard Channing. Sto- yeah, Stockard Channing. Mm, that's Obsessed right. With her. She's so good. Rizzo from Greece is in this movie and she plays one and of the witchy aunts, but Diane Weist plays the other one and they both look incredible. They were born to play old Spooky witch, witch aunts. aunts. Yeah. They just look mm-hmm. amazing. They're so cute. It's I great. love them so much. <laughs> I was okay. doing some like reading about the film when I was doing like my little prep for the lore layout mm-hmm. and did you know this film was actually cursed by a witch no because i was gonna do this for my fandom phenomenon that's fine i'll leave that for your bit it's no fine. no i actually I'll have something else for my fandom phenomenons as well i had two things nice, but i was gonna nice, mention the nice. witch curse cool so. cool cool well we'll jump into it now <laughs> we could bring it back up again yesterday but it was so interesting because they brought on this witch consultant who was like a real witch he like practiced um wicca and things today which is like so interesting and like just mm. Yeah, sounds very interesting. A nice thing to consult someone because obviously it is still a religion that's yeah. practiced. It's nice to like. You know, it's it was really interesting because as I was as I was watching it, I was like, you know, this is actually very accurate because like yeah, like all the Kate and, and I don't don't practice accurate. witchcraft, but we have a couple of friends that do, and I'm mm-hmm. securely on witchcraft TikTok, and I was like, you know, what? a lot of this sounds very familiar. Like this is, you know, this seems right, and then yeah. it's because they actually consulted with witch, what I think is very cool. Yeah, will, right. It's will, so nice. I will tell you more about the curse later. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good. And she basically tries to extort money out of them. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so okay, good. right. So speaking of witches, do you have some lore? Yes, I have some lore. You have some I'm lore? Like, witches, obviously, so huge. So mostly I'm going to be focusing yep. on like Western witches and like specifically American era witches the english witches are very similar basically all of our conceptions of witches have kind of come out of the bible it's like that kind mm. of witch also the old testament so there's some like 
uh, things that can be traced back to Judaism. There are witches uh, cross cultures. So there's witches in Africa. There's stories of witches in Asia. There's like a really good article I was reading about witches in Asia, but it's not super relevant to practical magic. So what we'll have to do is dig it out and watch a good film yes. um, that's made in Asia. That would be a really cool thing to yes, like please. look That'd into. But witchcraft and like the belief in its existence have been through basically all of recorded history like obviously we don't have a record of a lot of history but since we started writing things down people have talked about witchcrafts but not yeah in like a positive practical magic kind of way no. um very much from like there's old testament laws against witchcraft being like mm-hmm. devil worship very like early modern things being like so witches are evil and christianity is good um, like, obviously, well, everyone wonder, knows a lot about. I wonder about... why a religion that was practiced by majority women was seen as evil and bad. Right. Interesting. <laughs> but obviously, like it's not. It's common knowledge about the witch trials and witch hunts. Obviously, they happened like in the UK and America. Obviously, Salem's the big one. It was mostly carried out, out like by Christian fundamentalists, but also just generic Christian ideas mm-hmm. is where a lot of it came from so that's like basically the origin of it it was mostly not as much a religion then like it became um a form of paganism and like but the witchcraft itself was very much um just a way to punish women when you yeah. didn't like them <laughs> but, you it's know like, i thought i saw goody prompter with the ideal. devil interesting yeah. why were you watching the devil Right. And then during things like colonialism and like Christian missionary activity and all that bad stuff, like this was spread throughout the world. There's obviously there's beliefs um, within cultures about witches that are different to the Christian beliefs. But the Christian belief did like spread as like horrible colonialism happened Mm. and then like persecuted people in like across Africa and India um, for being witches. So horrible. Mm. (laughs) Bad. not great yeah. not great at all right um, and it it's just awful like i was reading about it it's not and it's not a fun read it's um not a fun read it also has led to suspicion of like modern medicine and stuff especially to yeah. do with healthcare, aids and ebola and stuff like that also yeah. victorian times like tuberculosis and obviously that's around now what people are slightly more trusting of modern medicine but you wouldn't know it from you know, the current climate of anti-vaxxers, by the way, yeah. get your vaccines. Um, but anyway, a lot of people think that medicine is um, witchcraft. So there was, that's yeah. why a lot of people died of, you know, tuberculosis. Uh, yeah, that's like, not there's also, ideal. Yeah, there's also within some places where witchcraft is like, like very, very much believed in and very much considered to be like, definitely a real thing. Um, yeah. Is there's lots of like, not very nice treatments for like diseases and things like that yeah basically a lot of bad stuff associated with witches basically used as a way to persecute people that were not following the rules yes. as a lot of the times the yeah. rules were bad anyway yeah so or i also looked into just like, like old women ugly women yeah. people with physical dis- disabilities or deformation deform deformments deformations yep, yep, yep. I don't know which one it is, but yeah, it's yeah. it's just basically it's definitely used as a way just to per- persecute like the quote unquote like like you know the the odd in society. I mean, I, like I know it's like it's a made up example, but like if you just look at like the example of like Yennefer within The Witcher, like mm. she has a like a physical deformity, and so she's sent off to be a witch, like. Yeah. Like, get ye gone, girl. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but, I was yeah. also looking to, like, what makes a witch, like, in... Uh, obviously, some stuff of it is just, Did like, you read well, some Witchfinder witch. things? <gasps> I read, like, bits and bobs, and it's so interesting. So there's a it's few, so like, weird. main, like, things that, like, categorise witches that, like, stand out now today. It's not just, like, they're old and ugly and mean. So spellcasting is obviously the major way that, like, witches are perceived and the way that witches do spells is a lot different to the way people consider like sorcery and stuff like that so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like herbal elements it's runes and sigils um, like a lot of recipes like kitchen witchery binding things with wax or making like a clay poppet things Mm -hmm. like that or incantations and rituals magic herbs potions things like that it's not just like zip zap out of my fingers comes the magic you know there's a lot (laughs) yeah you need to have a thing 
Yeah. Other major aspects are things like uh, necromancy, which is bringing people back from the dead. And then yeah, I'd say that demonology. is a major aspect. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So demonology as well. It's like so interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> right? It's so cool. It's like, is it? It's like studying like the hierarchy of demons and like non-human separate souls and discarnate spirits cool, which have never inhabited a body. And it's really interesting. It's, it's yeah, it's very much like, the thing that um, early Christianity was warning against is like, you're in league with the demons, but the way when you actually look into devil. it is so cool. That is cool. I like, I, I'm, I'm, so I, this is not going to surprise anyone. Mm-hmm. I was very interested in witches as a child, specific, as mm. a child, specifically the witch trials within yeah, the UK absolutely. and also mm-hmm. in the US. More, more prevalently the UK because like you there's a lot of historical sites that you can visit in the UK. The New mm-hmm. Forest being one of my favorites. Um so I got like really into like finding out like all of like the ways that you could identify a witch. And it's all like mm. does she have a witch's mark, which by the way is just like a mole or a birthmark. Yes. <laughs> um but the whole point is that like if you if you prick the mark with a pin and it doesn't bleed then it shows that she's the devil. If you can walk on hot coals and your feet not be burnt, um, that mm. also means you're from the devil. But in some situations, it also meant that like you were blessed by the Lord. So honestly, mm. a lot of people could not make their minds up. There's a lot no, of other because there's the well. whole thing about the white witch and like white in this context meaning like Christiany witch and yeah. like working with the fae instead of with demons and like being a healing witch but yeah. like hardly ever no but even white witches it was like if you could walk on basically you'd pray to god and then if mm. you could walk on hot coals and not be burnt then it meant that like god was protecting your feet yeah it's very I... it's very christian and also a lot of women died Yep, oh, also yep, just yep, having yep. oh having and um, being in league with the devil um because the devil would appear in your home in the form mm. of like a cat or a rat or a toad mm. and by the way i talk to all my animals or i talk to any animal if i had it so like exactly imagine being imagine having your cat would be like oh hello mr whiskers you're a hungry little man and then getting killed for being a witch the and then day. someone's like, at your window like ah which oh, witch i see a witch <laughs> like okay <laughs> Yeah, I did some really interesting reading from this lady named Eva Pox, who's Hungarian, so that might not be the complete correct pronunciation, uh, but she's a, a folklorist from Hungary. So she um, uh, like collects all of the different like folk tales and stuff, and she's put things into categories. So she looked into the accusations of witchcraft, and they come into like four general categories. And mm. one, like the main one, is just like positive or negative sorcery. Um, another one is like a sorcerer or healer lost their client's trust or the authority's trust. Mm. So they would come to them and they'd led them wrong and then they'd blame them. Oh, um, one thing is just like neighbors didn't like her, <laughs> basically. So they got yeah, a lot they of, them rid of just her. neighbors didn't like her. Yeah, and balanced. just um, surrounded which, by the aura of a witch uh, is the fourth lie, big one. It's not f- feeling vibes and reading auras. It's not not a bit witchy. Yeah, exactly. Like, that seems like witchcraft. <laughs> right? It seems like someone's doing witchy things. Um, Not to make and it then, a circle or anything, but like... <laughs> and then in like our popular belief now, we have three varieties of witch. So we have the neighbourhood or social witch, which is like a witch which is involved in like a local neighbourhood and tends to like curse a neighbour following conflict. So you know in like, when you watch things like Bewitched and the neighbours yeah. hate her because they put a little curse on her, things like that. Um, yeah. There's the magical or sorcerer rich, which is a professional healer, sorcerer, midwife, or seer, someone who has magic um, through like fortune of a higher oh, yeah, power. Yeah, lots of midwives. Or yeah, yeah, and so basically, it's slightly more positive, but it's more of like a neutral. And then there's also like the supernatural or night witch, which is portrayed in court narratives as a demon appearing in visions and dreams. So like Ooh. scary witch. Oh, so dear. in this one, I definitely oh, say you. she's like their like neighborhood witches like they're just going mm. about their business and people don't like them because they're afraid of them basically yeah, yeah. that 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 feels about right yeah <laughs> people fear what they don't understand but guys definitely. be nice to your local witch they are definitely super nice and they can almost definitely break really good bread exactly it's so interesting now um I've, a lot of our audience are tiktok people that's how we found a lot of you guys so it's obviously so interesting nowadays to see like the growth of 
witchcraft on TikTok. Mm. I was reading a lot about it because a lot of witchcrafty things, if you don't have a set like covered, witchcraft mm. has been like a very private practice. So not a lot of people have got into it. Whereas when you can even like mild witchcraft level things mm. like tarot cards and astrology and like putting some crystals out, that kind of thing. If you see it all the time, you feel that mm. like community virtually. So it's brought more people yeah. into it. Because a lot of the time, if you have, if someone has a friend that does tarot, then like the whole group will have like had their tarot cards read. Whereas mm. obviously TikTok has popularized that, which is really cool. I think it's like it's really cool. nice. I think it's nice. I also think that like, you know, with like manifestation and things like that, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, basic kind of more simple witchcraft and things like that. Again, it just goes yeah. back to like the putting faith in things. I honestly feel like if you go about your day thinking good thoughts and having good vibes, it will probably mm. make your day better is it tricking your brain is it witchcraft is it potentially both i'm not to say <laughs> sounds anyway. like some witchy stuff there Liv. i think it would be you. okay I'm look sure at me do i someone... look like a perfect candidate for a neighborhood witch true sabrina vibes. i have two capes <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. you're gonna be like the neighborhood like witch or wizard of your town you know what i mean they feel like oh they walk around wearing chains <laughs> It's just me and my little hoodie, like, clink, clink, clink. Yeah. I think it would be, like, a really interesting thing to study. Although I'm sure that no one is funding sociology very much right now. But I think it'd be a really interesting thing to study, like, the rise of witchcraft and stuff during the pandemic where people feel very out of control and, like, you're looking for things that you can, Mm. like, do to control, like, a very positive way. Like, I'm going to manifest. I'm going to get my crystals. I'm going to wish, like, good health and good vibes. And, like, I'm looking to, like, the moon and things like that and, like, a return to, like, mm. nature. Because, obviously, our day-to-day thoughts at the moment, very science-based, very stress-based, yeah. worrying about people. Like, very much, I think everybody would like to help out with the ongoing unpleasantness as much as possible. But, obviously, yes. most of us don't have the power to do that other than getting a vaccine, wearing a mask, mm-hmm. social distancing, etc. But, like, just when you're in your little house, I think there's a lot of reasons why people would turn to things like witchcraft to feel like more in control of the situation and to like Mm -hmm. feel something really positive i would love someone to do a proper sociological study on that will they be funded absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) no it won't but it would be really cool so you know what someone out there if you want to do that and just say absolutely if someone wants to fund me to do it um i haven't studied sociology past uh 18 but i would love to (laughs) (laughs) so live while we're talking about like curses and witches please tell me what you found in fandom phenomenons okay so i so i've got two things my first thing let's talk about the witch curse so i'm quoting directly from um an article on vulture about this and this is from the uh, (gasps) i've read this article too did you read the article yes 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 so this is uh an interview with the director griffin dunn um and now i will i will quote directly from griffin dunn yes Um, excellent um, this is about the witch consultant. I thought she was a really intelligent person and the writer took her to come to Los Angeles to observe the rehearsals with Sandy and Nicole. I had my producer make her a reservation at a nice hotel and call her and the witch goes, you're not going to buy me off the hotel room. I want a percentage of the movie. I'm going to have my own practical magic cookbook. She was really bright well and she says, I want an additional $250,000. Goodness me. The producer told her that's not possible. She goes all crazy and scares the S word out of the producer. What did she say? She says, I'm going to put a curse on you. I'm putting a curse on this movie and I'm putting a curse on Griffin. So the producer comes back to rehearsal, white as a ghost, and she tells me, that call did not go well. She is really, really angry. I had no idea what quite happened. So I go back to my office on the on the Warner Brothers lot and I listen to my voicemail. Drops voice to a growl. How dare you sick that shrew on me? You think you can buy me off? Well, let me tell you something. There is a land of curses! And then she slips into tongues. This is terrifying. I listened to as much of it as I could, and then I hung up. Within minutes, Warner's been served with papers. She is suing Warner Bros. <laughs> She's suing <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> so I give the legal department the tape, and they can't listen to it all the way through either. They're so freak out by it, but they just pay the witch off. I don't know how much, but enough to make it go away. You know, I got a great thing out of this. It inspired one of a- Aiden's 
which is Quinn's lines. Curses only mm. have power when you believe in them. I decided I'm not going to believe in this. It was creepy. If I'd watched the scene in a horror movie, I'd be freaked by it, but this is real life. Nonetheless, when we'd screen it, people were jumping out of the seats and laughing. Women and girls in particular were also moved by it, and it did very well at the box office. But despite that, it had a weird reputation for being a failure. So I don't give mm. the curse any power, but at the same time, I did come to think that somehow a little stink was put on the movie. It took time mm. for that stink to go away. But the stink has gone away, which I think, I think means that the witch watched Practical Magic and was like, oh, that's kind of a dope film. Actually, it's pretty good. Yeah, or maybe just other good. witches watched Practical Magic and then brought their good vibes oh, to it. Oh, probably, you know? and brought their good vibes. Maybe her oh, hex just so wasn't cute. that powerful. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was, You know what? Maybe it was broken by the sheer love that so many people have this movie. Right, because I love this movie. I think it's so lovely. It's I think it's neat. so interesting that it's directed by a man because Me it's too. so sisterhood focused and i think to be it, fair, he I does also it... mention in the vulture article that he was raised yes. like around a lot of strong women so he kind of yeah, knew what he was that's talking nice. about definitely because it's not one of those movies that i think is very male gazy mm-hmm. and like obviously the the love is important in it and breaking the curse and stuff but really it's about sisterhood and not just like biological sisterhood you know it's yeah, a lot about, it's like, about like the um community the intergenerational women and like especially the end is them all coming together mm-hmm. i think it's lovely Okay, so the, uh, speaking of the end, the end mm. of the movie, the final thing, um, um, the final like line of the movie spoken by Sandra Bullock, and it's very lovely with this beautiful like flute music behind it. Um, and she's just, I, I, I don't know if I believe in curses, but I do know this: always throw spilled salt behind your shoulder, plant rosemary by your garden gate, plant lavender for luck, and fall in love whenever you can. That's and my that favourite line. Trend, and it is absolutely beautiful. And I love it so much. And it's so many people on dates or walking through forests or like getting mm. ready or even doing like witchcraft to it. And I just think it's really nice. I mm. think it's so sweet. I haven't actually seen the TikTok trend of it. That's just my favourite line just, from it. Love it's to one see of the reasons. I'm getting a little lavender tattoo at some point, And that's part of it. Like there's a lot of reasons oh. I'm getting my little lavender tattoo. But one of them is this movie. Oh, I love this for you. Yeah. I love this a lot. I think it is. I think it is very cute and I like it a lot. I think that is very cute. I honestly it gave me proper chills. I did nearly cry multiple times in this movie, but I'd like just done my makeup and I did not want to ruin it. So I just like I mm. held on. <laughs> I was multiple times I nearly cried today. I watched um Gilmore Girls at lunch and I watched the episode where uh. um, it's the episode with all the flashbacks about Lorelai being pregnant with Rory. Oh, oh my yes. god. Oh yes, yes. Oh yes. my god. I nearly Goodness cried, but me. I had just done my makeup and I just I couldn't do it. So had to hold I just off. had to hold it in. I've already cried today because I watched the John Lewis Christmas advert and I regret. I can't just do so it. <laughs> oh well we all know about the me and John Lewis Christmas adverts. Exactly. Um if you're like an international listener, John Lewis it's just one of our big department stores and they do like a very nice advert every year that's like the meaning of christmas is love and acceptance yep. and every year i watch it and it's just a little advert and whatever they make oh, we God. have a cry yeah there's one the very famous one is called monty the penguin and it's about a penguin mm. finding love and it kills me and every has year a Katie every time they watch it, it and i sob yeah next because... wednesday baby you're coming over let's watch it i know <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, french dispatch then monty the penguin sounds great Hell yeah, let's go. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> anyway, oh. to get us back on topic, date or steak? Oh, date. I mean, Absolutely. I die, but date. Well, no, it's only men that fall in love. So I found the Oh loophole. my God, they could just be gay. Neither of us are men. Um, we could That's date true. and we could fall in love with either of them. I'm happy with either of them. I love them both. But oh, Sandra Bullock this. is happy with her man, so we'll both just share. I truly forgot them. about heteronormativity for a second then. I was yeah, like, oh, I guess no that. one can marry them, but they specifically say men. <gasps> yeah. Why wasn't there a gay loophole in this movie? What the heck? Right. Literally, I mean, it was made in 1998, that's why. Yeah, okay. But um, it's, it's got very gay vibes. <laughs> the, the top review is, any man who falls in love with them dies an untimely death. Hmm, if only there was another option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah also does the love i assume does the love have to be reciprocated because like what if some guy just had like a crush on them and like it's really only fell in if, love with them it's only if they fall in love with them because the curse mm. is on the family so no, the curse see, is on I the see. girls if they fall in love with a man but just simply don't fall in love with a man you've got a lot of other options <laughs> i guess so anyway <laughs> 
Right. So, do these witches have a moral obligation to vote? I say Absolutely. yes. Yes, they Absolutely. should. They should run for office. <laughs> no, they, yeah. Oh my God, that'd be so fun. I bet they have at some point. Well, actually, no. Sally first needs to be like the head of the PTA. Yes. She's having and a then great the head of the town council. The and then the head of the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think like morally, as it comes down, I know they like kill a guy. But I think they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a moral message from this movie, except for maybe that, like... I think the moral message like, is just, like, love conquers everything. Love conquers Even all. Murder. And also, don't hit women. Yes, Yay. correct. Good, good, good. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, the there's an underlying tone of, like, well, he was an abusive serial killer. Yeah, so, definitely. Like, they it's definitely like, had no to pick someone that they could kill that wouldn't make them look really really unlikable yeah and that's it isn't it <laughs> like <laughs> a guy that like brazenly pees on the side of the road while waving around the keys that he's stolen from you that so you can't escape and then tries to kill you multiple times even after death and then also has apparently killed multiple other people i just yeah i mean it's a good option for could i kill this guy for me to still look kind of okay yeah, and like they don't try to kill him, they like try to knock him out, but she's yeah, just they like, do. They, not... She's just trying to make him go to sleep. It is truly an accident. Yeah, and the second time isn't an accident, but he is trying to kill his sister, and like yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> In the context of the film, we're yeah, not so actually killing people. I need to know your peaks and picks. Okay, peak. Oh my god, I'm. I probably. Honestly, the last line, the end of the bit where they jump off the roof and they fly and it's so cute. Yeah. I think that was probably my peak because it was just so nice and warm. And I know that's the end of the film, but it was just really, really nice. Mm. Um, My pit, did I have a pit? Honestly, I didn't, there wasn't anything glaringly that I disliked about this movie. No, absolutely not. No, I mean, I guess, I guess how mean the other ladies were to them. And I know it's part of the plot, but it's... It made me sad. Don't be mean to Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. Mm. They both have such pretty hair. Yeah, right? They're so beautiful. And this was such an era for Sandra Bullock in rom-coms. Although I have to say, the thing... This is just a personal gripe. The thing with Sandra Bullock and rom-coms in this era is that they always had this thing where they had to make her like eat a whole bunch and that was always her quirk, is that she loved mm. food. They yeah. done it, they've done it in multiple Sandra Bullock movies. And it's just like... Yeah. Why was that her thing? You know, yeah. she's not, she's a very slim woman and I never right? understood it. <laughs> it's very funny. Yep. I also so- love when with Sandra Bullock, they sometimes, they try and make her like, she's obviously not yeah. ugly in this. She's gorgeous. But like, sometimes they just try and make her seem like she's like a bit plain in comparison to Nicole Kidman. And it's like, these are two supermodel women. <laughs> it really cracks these me two up. Two absolutely gorgeous people. So what was your peaks and pits? Oh, so I think my peak is just all the really nice, like sisterhood moments. Actually, no, that's a lie. Midnight Margs is my favorite when they come down yes, the stairs yes, dancing. Yes. I, I love you know, it. I, I now want that, Midnight Margs. I thought that it was going to be that. Yeah, I love it. It's just such a nice scene and it's just all these women and they're not they're not like dancing for anyone else. They're just in their kitchen having a boogie, having mugs, and they're like it seems like they're making a spell when they're making it because they're just pouring yeah. like like limes from this country and this and this and this like into uh, what just looks like a pot and then it's like surprise, it's a blender that they turn the blender on with their magic. And it's so great. Cute. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I don't really know what my pit would be. I love so much of it. Um, hmm. I guess my pit is that there's no like a gay loophole. <laughs> That's true. No gay loophole. Hmm. What do you have a favorite quote? Do I have a favorite? Oh, um. Oh, a man that hits a man that hits me only hits me once. Yes, I love I mean, that. I prefer no one hit you, Nicole Kidman. But yeah, but only once and then he's dead. If you can mm. say it threateningly, then go ahead. 
Yeah. My favourite is the end one, but we've already talked about that. So I think I would say I really liked, you can't practice witchcraft when you look down your nose at it. And I also like when she says, oh, there's a little that. witch in all of us when the woman's talking yes. about how her daughter had like night terrors and she like felt it from across town. She's like, there's a little witch in all of us. Mm. I really liked it because it's like this magic, like if, in this universe where like magic canonically exists, like it ties people together and there's no reason why that wouldn't be true in our universe too i liked I it a lot love this yes excellent yeah. there is the little witch in all of us there is so cute you so know, live I, like, I, I just I like you know those the, those examples of like everyday magic like for example like yeah. if you've ever dropped your phone and it's never shattered everyday magic yeah that's if one you of message my favorite someone things. just when they're like oh my god i was just thinking of you everyday magic everyday magic baby i love it it's so lovely what a nice movie to watch after we've watched a couple of spooky movies i know it's but yeah really good really good choice thank you katie excellent absolutely speaking of spooky movies what should we do next time well i will have an idea yes my idea is life after bath oh yes oh my goodness i'd love life <laughs> I after knew you'd beth. be excited <laughs> yes we have life after beth okay which is, life after oh. beth is great i love life after beth it's i've never H24 seen it film. it's great i will mm. pre-warn it was made in the early 2000s and it oh, uses no. <laughs> um it uses slush quite casually oh god um, of course so, of like course. a warning I don't think it's anything that will be particularly hurtful, but obviously, if you don't want to hear someone use slurs casually, don't watch it. Because there is yeah. definitely... I remember watching it and being like, hmm, they're using the R slur a lot. Jennifer's body does it as well. Yeah. Um, I th- it's a, so, it's also, something to be aware of going into it? it. Yeah. It is really it's good, but, like, that is something to be aware of. Yeah. A lot of 2000s movies, there's a lot of Aubrey Plaza yeah. casually saying slurs. Correct. Because she was the quirky girl. <laughs> she was the quirky girl. I Yeah. Anyway, so, it's a zombie movie um I'm it's about excited. a guy's girlfriend who becomes a zombie and it's a24 which means it's going to be a little weird it is weird and i'd love it and we haven't done a zombie movie since we did warm bodies which was ages ago so that would be That's so fun magic. so join us in a couple weeks for life after beth thank Hell you yeah. so much for listening you can find us at midnight fun pod everywhere on twitter tiktok instagram email at midnight at gmail.com We'd love to hear what you thought about this movie. Any recommendations for movies? Because our like initial list of movies we were going to do starting to run a little low. So let us know if you've got any spooky ideas, yes. anything like that. Any opinion, please talk to us. We want to hear from please you. Please give us your movie breaks. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do a special episode where we cover um, Kristen Stewart and the Princess Diana movie as a homage <gasps> oh to God, our Twilight yes. days. <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect. You know, it's not soon though. Hotel Transylvania 4. So maybe we'll be back for a it special is. episode on yeah, that. Well, you know what? That was supposed to be out during October. And I'm mad that it wasn't. Right? It's the perfect They, ki- they movie. killed the cinema release of Hotel Transylvania 4, the transmogrification. And I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it too. But hopefully we'll be able to. Transformania. That that's what it was called. Transformania. Nice. 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 <laughs> I just want to go and watch Adam Sandler and not think that I'm watching Adam Sandler. That's just want to have your little tango ice blast and watch. <gasps> oh my god! So Katie and I saw that. Wait, actually, Katie, I think maybe mm. we, we do need to do like a little coverage of Venom too. <gasps> yes, yes, Because yes, yes. Katie and I did go to see Venom two together. Katie was a little bit drunk, and I drank maybe a pint, maybe over a pint of blue slush. Yeah, so. it was vibe. <laughs> yes, we will do it that. Even vibe. if it's just a little bonus episode. Yeah, or watch out for watch out for some like. Let us know what you guys prefer. We can either do like a mini TikTok video, an Instagram reel. We can do a series of tweets or a little episode. You tell us what you want. Our take on Venom 2 via because it's a little bit different. Let us know. So we don't need to do a full (laughs) episode on it or we can do it in a different way. Let us know what you think. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro music are loved and respected by Rosa Zerti of Loyalty Freak Music. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed throughout the podcast. All views are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends. <laughs>